Did you hit it? I did. Where, aren't you supposed to give me a sign? No, remember it's hot mics, babe. Hot mics, babe. Thank you. <laughs> that was I. We talked about that last week. Oh, do you do you not recall? No, nope, I don't. I don't recall it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Living the Life We Love. Why'd you say it like that? How was I supposed to say normal. it? Living the life we love. That's not normal. Oh. How are you? I'm great. How was your week? A little stressful. In regards to... Are you trying to remember the week when I say that? No. Well, Jace had to have emergency oral surgery. There's that whole part. Yeah. So that took up most of our week. Yes. And what else happened? Track... Tracks, voice lessons, all the usual things, and add in a late work night on Wednesday, some surgery, and then sprinkle in with some dentists and oral surgeon appointments and surgery on Friday. Yep. And Friday night was FUBAR because you had to go get Mason and then go to bed and then take Mason Saturday morning to NYLT weekend. Yep, it was just... But then yesterday, Saturday, we had date day. We did. What kind of things did we do? We went to rent your tux for the wedding that you're... At Men's Warehouse, the place for tuxes. The place or for the wedding you're officiating. Mm-hmm. We went dress shopping, which was crap. Got fitted in, in a slim. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can't, I can't flex my legs in the slim. You have very large legs. Right. Which I wanted a, a, a very slim suit. Yeah. Tux. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not be able to get low, low, low. Yeah. Low. There will be no getting low. Correct. Um, be lucky if I can sit down. I think you'll be fine. I think you're <laughs> like over-exaggerating. But no, super, super glad for that. And then we went to the mall to try and find you a dress. We went to the mall. Folks. Yeah. The mall where we had spent many days of our youth. It was not the same. No. I could really care less to ever go to the mall again, (laughs) to be honest. Uh, Didn't find you anything. Especially because now, like, the kiosks are now, like... Crafters. Crafters? When is... Since when is that a thing? No one was selling phone cases. (sighs) Or those airbrush shirts. Or wire-bent necklaces. For your name. Oh, I'm not interested in the But in we the couldn't mall. we it didn't was, find you a dress. Yeah, we did not. I will be finding something online. And then we got ice cream. Which I spilled on my shirt. And then we went to DSW and tried on shoes. Which I found some cute ones. Mm-hmm. Then a birthday party. Yeah. And then back home for live PD and dinner on the couch with the kids. Yeah. Love live PD. I'm sorry. On Patrol Live. Yeah, it used to be Live PD. Absolutely So if you're upset that Live PD is gone and you just didn't know that it came back, it is now back, but it's not on the same channel and it has a new name. This is the part where you say the channel and the new name. Oh, which is Reels, (laughs) which you can get on Peacock and... (laughs) The name of the show. Is on Patrol Live. Yes. Dan Abrams... Absolute legend. And the show is just four hours of action. 
We love it. Sometimes it's action packed. Sometimes it's Friday night. Friday, Friday night, night was, was yes. Friday night was jammed. There Three was epic car chases. Yeah, we've been watching it for a good while. Mm-hmm. Ever since it came out. I mean, we took the hiatus when they were in between. Yeah, I think we were in Montana when we yes, figured we out that it was back. Yes. And speaking of Montana, we had dinner with Jesse Friday night. We did. She's back in the for Cinco de Mayo. She's back in the circle. Yeah, Got I mean, the, she never left the circle, but. She's alive. Yeah. We know now that she's alive. Yes. We've had eyes on the prize. Yes. Yeah. Mason had a great track meet he on took, Friday. Yes. He took first in the 400 with a personal best. Mm-hmm. And then their 4x4 four four team also took first. Yep. So tomorrow, Monday, is the freshman sophomore conference championships. Mm-hmm. So we are, fingers crossed, hoping for the best for that. Yeah. Anything uh, else for you? One week till race. I know. How are you feeling about that? Oh, bad. Physically, good. Okay. Internally, mentally, could probably do a whole podcast on how I'm feeling. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just anxious that it's finally here after all these months. Yes. It's not really a race because I'm not, I mean, I am racing a 12-hour clock. So I guess it is a race, but I'm not racing. You have to finish within that 12 hours. Um, Nervous. I just don't want like any letdowns for as much as the prep that we've done. Don't want to let you guys down for all the time I've taken away in training. Just all those sorts of feelings. So just got to do it. Just need the week to go well. Yep. Um, You've got lots of things that you're going to be doing to prep yourself. Yep. Got earlier bedtimes and get everything else prepped as well. Food and all of that. Yep. So pretty, pretty big undertaking here coming up. It's a big day. Big day. Speaking of big days, what are we talking about today? As you're yawning. Today we you are- got tra- to sleep in, missus. I know, but I, I, I feel like I'm still making up for yesterday. I had to wake up at 5 a.m. Mrs. May doesn't want to do that ever. Mrs. May doesn't do the early mornings. Nope. Especially on the weekends. What are we talking about today, mama? We're going to talk about screen time. <sighs> what a heavy topic this could be. I think it's very controversial. I think it's so new, you know, the amount of time that we are on screens, I think, never used to be a thing because there weren't as many screens. Yes. And now we are in the age of screens. Everything is a screen. You have to look at one and be one and have one to be able to have have a day. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking TV, phone, computer, tablets, video games, all the things that constitute a screen and they're just we're surrounded by them so much it's like what how is that affecting us mm-hmm. and should we be limiting it mm-hmm. how we can limit it and when don't we limit it limit it limit it yes limit it so do you want to know how, how what an average? Let's hear some numbers. Okay. Let's hear some statistics. So, how much time are we spending on screens daily by age? We're going to talk about kids first, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't even have. Why don't I have babies? I don't know because you have it. Do I have, have it somewhere you have, else? You have the limits down there for under two years old. Mm, but but I above. don't have how much babies are. Okay. Okay. So, eight to ten years old. Six hours a day. An average of six hours a day, not including school time. The, yes. These amount of hours do not include school time. So like 
think about it. How how many hours a day are the kids at school? Eight. Eight? I would guess, yeah. Less than seven. I don't know. Eight to eight Our kids to leave at like eight o'clock and yeah. then they get home around three. Yeah. So is that eight? No, that's like six. Okay. So obviously they're using screens there. Mm-hmm. Whether it be like a smart projector or computers at school or tablets at school or whatever. And then, so this is the numbers that I'm going to say don't include school time. So add on, you're going to be adding on the school time. So eight to 10 years old is six hours. So eight to 10 is like Jace, Mila and Jace's age. So like second grade to like fourth grade. And then 11 to 14 years old, which is your middle school kids, is nine hours a day. And then your high school kids, 15 to 18 years old, is seven and a half hours a day. I wonder why they're younger. I bet you it's because like now they can drive and they can go more places and maybe they're just not on screens as much, right? They Mm -hmm. can't go anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How come we didn't have any stats for elders like us? For I have adults down here. Down where? 11 hours per day. We're on our phones 11 hours a day. Yeah. Have you ever looked at like your timing? No. Like your screen time? No. How do we do it? Settings? Yep. Okay. Hold on. I have to get to my settings first. So we're going to actually talk about this later. So how about we don't do it yet? Okay, but I want to look now. But we're going to talk about it it later. Screen time. You're such a bad. Oh, nice. Where? What is it in? Oh, okay. I see it. Digital well-being is what yep. it is. What's it, what are you at? Today? Yeah. Three hours and 30 minutes. What are you at? Hour and 41 minutes. Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now why it's three hours and 30 minutes. One, because I used a GPS system oh. to drive to pick up Mason and home. Gotcha. And I also listened to a podcast to get Mason and home. Okay. So I was not looking at my screen. So technically, definitely not, because Waze is my top one at an hour and 14 <laughs> minutes, and I'm not yeah. staring at that screen. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes and sense. I really only use Waze for one part of the trip to see if I'm making sure that I'm getting off of at the course. right place. Yes. Okay. I average an hour and 42 minutes a day on Instagram. How so, do you find that? Well, do you see where it says app timers? Yes. What does yours say for Instagram? What's yours? An hour and 42. Two hours. Ooh. So we'll talk more about this section in a little bit. Copy. That's how much these our kids are using screens. Copy. Younger kids are probably using it less. How does screen time affect our health? So it can affect our health physically and mentally. Of course. So... Obese, obesity, if we're just sitting around watching TV and being on our sed- tablets. They call that sedentary. Then, great. Yes, if you're if you're just sitting yeah. in sedentary. Good word. Great word. Thank you. You're talking about you're getting into weight gain and obesity, um, depression, anxiety are a few, and it hinders you from getting the recommended Hours of sleep. Not only hours, but also quality. 
Correct. Like sometimes you want quality over quantity. Yes, we're supposed to get whatever, how many hours, but it's also those, are those hours quality hours? Mm -hmm. And having the screen on, we'll talk about this again later, having screens before bed can affect your quality sleep. Yes. The type of sleep that you get. So I actually just listened to a podcast and I can't remember which one it was, but they were talking to to an ophthalmologist, an eye doctor. That's optometrist. What's an ophthalmologist? I don't know. I'll check here on my I screen. I feel like it was talking. an ophthalmologist, though. So they were talking to an optometrist? Optometrist. But what's an ophthalmologist? Ophthalmologist is... Someone who does what? Oh, well, I guess it's true. Handle medical aspects of eye care. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that she was an ophthalmologist. And so I was right. Thank you. Yes. And... She, they were talking about blue light glasses. Oh, the, ophthalmologists are eye doctors who perform surgeries. Optometrists examine, It's just like your, your eye doctor. Treat. Yes. Okay. Love that for us. Okay. Learn something new every day. So she was, they were asking her about blue light and how bad it is for us. And she has never once bought blue light glasses. This eye doctor? Yes. Okay. She said that it's not that bad for you. It's like a thing that people are saying is something that you need to do, but the amount of blue light that is actually coming from your screen is really not that much. Copy that. Throw away so blue light glasses. It's not like a thing. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was like we can do hard things or something like a podcast like that. Okay. Um but it hinders it's not just the blue light that hinders your sleep quality and we'll talk about that later. Social and emotional. So if you're constantly in a on a screen and you're using your computer what is the one thing that like is very hard nowadays for kids that we maybe didn't get that allows us to have a little bit more patience is that you can now go ahead right now and google anything and you have instant gratification if you don't know something you can find out the answer to it within seconds if you don't have something you can get something. You can get something and have it to you the next day. Mm-hmm. That's not what we lived. The the kind of like that's the life we live now, but it wasn't the kind of life that we lived when we were younger. So this the constant screen time is creating an impatience in kids because they think that, oh, I need this or oh, I want this. And if I can't get it right now, there's just like so much impatience. For that. Yes. Life is not instant gratification. No. That's not how life is. It might be how some aspects of life can be with Google and the internet and all of the, and Amazon and all of the things. But life is not that way. Life takes, things in life take work and constant, like just go getting. And it's not always going to be right at your fingertips like everything else is. And our and the big thing is it with this is that kids need to learn to wait, listen and respond. Like they can't think that So if you're sitting if your kids sitting in front of a screen all day, there's no communication there. There's no there's no interaction. It's just sitting there watching something. What our children need to do with 
and learn from that social interaction with others is how to talk to other people, how to talk to people younger than them, how to talk to people their age, how to talk to people older than them, how to talk to people that are much older than them, and how to have conversations with those types of people. Putting, Sitting in front of a screen every day is not teaching you that. It's not teaching you how to communicate and then to wait as someone else is communicating and listening and then responding in a in a correct way. And that's important Extremely. because your child is not always going to be a child. Your child is going to be a grown-up that goes into the world that's going to need to know how to communicate well with others. And that's important to teach them now. Yes. I think that I think that a lot of kids go through like a weird stage and I think that our kids did that too where they're just like don't know how to like where they fit in. I don't think that our kids ever went through a stage where they didn't know how to communicate with people. Gaming, especially in our house, is a very new concept. Like we had never allowed it in our world. Um, but they, our kids have always known how to communicate with people. I think that there, there is like a an age where they they get to like just have like social anxiety and like awkwardness, and that's normal. But it's there's a difference between just being awkward and not feeling comfortable with the communication than not knowing how to communicate. I think that our kids have always done really well with being able to communicate with people of all ages. I think that having a daycare in our home helps them be able to be around little kids and know how to act with them and to treat them with respect that they are humans too just because they can't talk or walk doesn't mean that they don't matter and they can all talk very well with kids their own age and people our age and then even older people and that is one thing that I really love to see them being able to sit down and have conversation mm -hmm. now that's not to say that they always want to but they're not rude children, so they will. Yes. They don't scurry away or yeah. hide or avoid. Yeah. I mean, not every kid wants to sit down with, you know, mm -hmm. a 70-year-old person and have a conversation. They want to get through it and go. Yes. Like, you know. But it's just making sure that your kids can have communication and conversation with people and not be super awkward and sit in the corner and not want to talk. Mm -hmm. And not be constantly waiting to get back to the screen. Which we see a ton everywhere we go. Yeah. Restaurants, shopping centers, the mall. And, and this healthy relationship with others starts small. It starts with, you know them learning how to share and to take turns and to do all the things that they're supposed to do younger because those skills just pile on, you know, things pile on to those skills in communicating with people. So those are some things that how, how 
too much screen time can affect our health, how, where that all falls into place. Yes. So we talked about how much our kids are watching screens, Mm -hmm. but what are the healthy limits? And these are like numbers by the um, Pediatric Association. Love that. Under two years old, they should have no screen time, except for video chatting with family and friends. Now, I'm also going to say these are the numbers, but I'm not going to say that I agree with them. Copy that. Okay. Yep. These are the numbers that they, they. They, I love they. Yeah, we love they. They they always got They always have the answers. These are the answers that they say. Just like they designed the garbage truck for us because they think this is the best. Correct. Oh my goodness. But I'm not, I'm not in any way condoning that these are the tried and true. Correct. Two to five years old, no more than one hour per day co-viewing with a parent or sibling. That's two to five? Yes. Okay. And I'm, I'll tell you in a second why I think all of this is bogus. Okay. Okay. Five to seven years old, generally no more than two hours per day except for homework. This is why I think this is bogus. Okay. Sometimes a mom only has putting their kids in front of a tablet or a TV to take a dang shower. Or to cook dinner. So if you're telling me that my two-year-old can't watch TV, like a two-year-old, most two-year-olds don't like have a tablet. Right. But if you're telling me that I can't put my two-year-old in a, in a pack or like in a pack and play in front of the TV with Bluey or Cocoa Melon on or in the the high chair with some toys in front of him so that I can take 10 minutes to go wash myself and feel like a human again, you're crazy. They must not have kids. They must not understand how difficult being a mom is, like, or a parent. Most Like, sometimes you need to just put the screen in front of them so that you can get stuff done. So that you can take a shower, so that you can wash the floor, so that you can do whatever. So that's why I think that some of this is is kind of bogus. Like, so you're telling me that, like, if Jace wanted to watch the Lakers game, that's the only TV that he'd be able to watch that day. What if it's a rainy Sunday Sunday and you have nothing to do? Like, and I understand, and... I would say most of the time that our kids are watching screens, if they're watching a movie, they might be playing a game at the same time or coloring or doing a puzzle or some, they're doing something else. So I don't say, I don't think that it's like a constant. Right. Right. Whatever. Yes. Half the time, kids don't have the attention span. That's the word I was thinking of earlier. Kids don't have the attention span to actually sit there for two hours and watch a movie. (laughs) If you have children that will sit there for two hours and watch a movie, then I don't know what you're doing, but it's amazing because they won't. They'll get up. They need a snack. They need to go to the bathroom. They need to. They're not sitting there for two hours. So as much as I this is the recommended time, 
And yes, maybe if two hours is the recommended time and our kids are getting, you know, the five to 17 year olds are are getting seven and a half hours, maybe yes, they could do with less screen time. Correct? Yes. I don't, I mean, if we crunch our numbers, we're nowhere near that. The seven and a half? Yeah. I don't think so either. And I don't know how that can be with, with a school, how can that be with school day? Well, and like what I, what, like what we were talking about with my screen, how I said I had three hours and whatever, mm-hmm. I don't count me listening to a podcast as screen time. Correct. I'm not looking at my screen. Or, uh, or using my, those. I'm using so, my phone. So if we, if we take a pause real quick and we, let's, let's walk through a school day. Okay. Okay. So kids, let's say kids leave at 830. Mm-hmm. They're up at 730. Yes. That gives an hour. Mm-hmm. So in that out, so that, and they're not even watching TV in that hour. This is our kids, folks. We're talking about our kids. 7.30 to 8.30, they're not just sitting in front of a screen. Well, they're and I would their guess, teeth, they're having breakfast, they're getting their, their dress. I would guess most American kids yes. in the morning, they're waking up, they're having breakfast, they're brushing their teeth, they have to make their bed, they have to yes. get everything, re- make their lunch, get ready for school. I would it, say that in yes. itself takes a good at least half an hour. Yes. Is the TV on downstairs? Is a TV on downstairs? Yes. With news or cartoons on it? Yes. Okay. They get home at 3.30. Is the TV on again? No. In in our house, yes, we have we have the daycare. And so the TV's on for the kids. Are our kids sitting down and watching? No. They have chores. And then 90% of most days, they're in the car heading somewhere with us to take one of the older boys. Yeah. It's chores, homework, and then going yes. somewhere. I would say lucky to get a solid hour. Yeah. On a day. Yeah. Especially because we do not allow our kids to have tablets in the car. Right. One, our kids get car sick. So that's the main reason. And and two, we just don't allow it. So to wrap this up, where do you get, where can you fit in seven hours of time, hon? Mm -hmm. Because that doesn't include the school time. Right. So you're taking out that huge chunk of like six, seven hours. Okay. So if your kid wakes, so let's count that as an hour and a half if your kid wakes up at seven. Mm Mm-hmm. And they leave for it at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Then if they get home at 3.30, 4.30, 5, 30, 30, I guess if they're watching TV right when they get home from school to right when they go to bed. Yeah. Or maybe like which is they're averaging out with weekends. I don't know. Anyway, get back to your yeah. stats. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. a lot of screen time. Yes. Yeah. That's just a lot. So now we're going to talk adults screen that. time. 11 hours per day. I can't, I wish that our app could go back to like days previous. Can it do that? I don't know. I'm looking right now. And is that including work time? I don't know. Like that just seems unusually like, odd to me. <laughs> because if I Okay, could... so here's my week. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. But let me remind you. Okay, so Monday... My screen time is five hours and 16 minutes. It's not 11. And that's my phone. I would say my screen time is mostly my phone. Does that, okay. Now, does that include like phone calls and your podcast too? See, because this says, and this is like crazy to me. So my top three apps that I used this week, I think it's just looking at your screen. My top three apps that I used this week, the whole week, is Instagram, and this kind of scares me because this is a lot of time, but 
I don't, 12 hours and 37 minutes. Throughout the week? Yes. Seven days. Google Chrome, which is my internet browser, Mm -hmm. four hours, eight minutes. And then messages, which is my text messaging, is two hours and 58 minutes. Like, really? I spend three hours in a week in my text messaging apps? I don't know. We but would, I also wonder day. if it's like old school timing where like if you use the if you go into the app and you open the app, like it's one minute. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I go and I read a text and it takes me two seconds to read the text, is it counting one minute for that? Because it's not by the second, it's by the minute. Right. But when I asked you about limiting Snapchat for one of our children. You said, well, how many, how often are they even on it? Because it's boom, it's send a snap, boom, done. Correct. So is it, I don't know, we would have to look into it. I don't know. So Tuesday or Tuesday was my most used screen time on my phone. And that was seven hours and five minutes. But again, is that including a podcast running in the background? It is. It is. Is that including our phone calls? Because we talk a lot during the day. Yeah. And I'm not looking at a screen. So like I would say you could probably cut this in half each day of how much I'm actually looking at my phone screen. And the amount of TV I watch is very minimal. So yeah. I'm probably getting way less than the average person Yeah, so get back to on stats screens. Then. So for adults, 11 hours per day is the average. How can we limit our screen time? We can keep track of it. So phones have a way to track your daily and weekly usage. It can be found on an Android phone. You can go to your settings, and then it is under the digital well-being and parental controls. Like, it's a little green heart. On an iPhone, I have no flipping idea. Zero ideas. I know that they have it, but I couldn't best, help Best you. of luck to yeah, you. Yeah, best of luck. May the odds be ever in your favor. Um, you can set a limit for to get a notification for like a certain app. So like Instagram was my most used one. I could set myself a timer for each day. It will not like cut off my app, but it will say, hey, you've been on Instagram for two hours today. I'm just making you aware so that you can personally cool it off a little bit. Um, What I've always found works really well for me is not having the app that I use all the time in the forefront of my phone. So like Instagram is my most used um, social media platform, and that is on my main screen of my phone. Facebook, I used to spend a lot of time on it, but I do not anymore. Like if you post something on Facebook, don't expect me to see it because I probably don't. Like, I just don't look at Facebook anymore. I used to look at it a lot. I took Facebook and I took the the app and I put it into a file in my, like, apps. It's not like an easy grab button anymore on it's my phone. It's not a widget anymore. So I probably go into Facebook maybe once or twice a day. Maybe. And that's usually like a, hey, did you see this brand? And so I go into it. Memories. Yes. And I, so I don't really, or if I get a notification for something, that's why I go into it. But I don't. And I, my Facebook usage has gone down way lots. 
Facebook really isn't the cool thing anymore. <laughs> but um, we're OG Facebookers, buddy. Yes, I know. I had one of the first. Oh, you did. You had one of the first ones. Yeah, Whitewater was one of the fir- first. Oh, like I forgot. You had to have a. You had to be a college student to get Facebook. Yes. Back in the day, I didn't know Whitewater was like. Zuckerberg, I mean, we're like we're, Z- like we're pretty had, much like the coolest for everything. Zuckerberg so. headed in with oh, Whitewater yeah. Warhawks. Yeah, we probably had it before Concordia. Mm, doubtful. Mm, most likely. God was on our side. Um, another thing that we're going to talk about, a lot of this stuff kind of goes along with like lifestyle that we're dealing with now post COVID is a lot of people that work from home. So Zoom fatigue is a thing. Oh. Because people are. I could see that for sure. Working from home and they are on Zoom all the time. Couldn't imagine With meetings and all of that. So Zoom fatigue is tiredness, worry, or burnout associated with overusing the virtual platform we're gonna we'll, we'll post a poll on that on zoom fatigue because i would like to know if any of our listeners have ever had that or just like how many hours people yes. that work from home are on zoom all yes. the time or that kind of like video messaging you know video conferencing platforms so best thing to do with that to to lessen that fatigue is to schedule break time between your calls or to rest your eyes and like move around the house. You know, clearly you're at home working um, or you're using it often in the office, but how can you schedule, okay, I have a Zoom at this time and I have a Zoom at this time. What can I do in between that time to not be looking at the screen, just changing my pace there? Use tech to help you lessen tech. So set timers on your phone to take breaks, like from being on your from being on the computer or whatnot. Um, turn off notifications and to re- reduce distractions. So constantly we look at our phones because we're getting notifications about every freaking thing under the sun. Mm-hmm. I get texts from companies that I don't even think that I ever opted into or that I have opted into to get a discount and then never opted out. And it's like, why do I still get text from this company that I have never bought anything from. Um, wear a Fitbit because, you know, that was like a craze for like the longest time. Like I got to get my steps in. If we're, if you're in like a stagnant position where you feel like you're constantly at your desk or whatever, get a Fitbit to try to increase your physical activity. Like I've got to get, maybe you're not up to getting like the 10,000 steps a day, which is like the minimum, like the usual goal. But like, what can you, you know, what goal can you create for yourself to try to get yourself moving a little bit more throughout your day so you're not in front of your screen? Um, take break, breaks and stretch. A lot of people have like the um, uh, treadmills underneath their desks. So I the desks so that, that move, like, in, so you can stand I, Instead of like being a, sedentary, there was a chick that tried to a woman. I'm sorry that tried to walk a marathon in her workday. Mm, did she do yes. it? Oh, I'm sure yes. she did. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, super cool. That is really cool. Hashtag running things. Um, and then keep screens out of your bedroom. Like we've talked about this on numerous things. We have them in all of our bedrooms, so that one is kind of crap. But on on like, the flip side, because yes. our bedroom is also our sanctuary. If we need a little little peace and quiet, a little downtime, you know, some nights we'll go lay in our bed and we'll we'll watch our, our programs. Yeah. Programs. All right. 
You just said programs. Mother, m- mother and I will go over, we'll go upstairs and watch our programs in our two separate beds. So like I have right here that blue light can interrupt your quality of sleep. As much as I said before that the blue light isn't a situation, I think that it's not as much the blue light. It's more just the... What you're watching? No, just like the fact that you're watching something and you're stimulating your brain. Yes. Like you're not coming down. There, There's so much that you're constantly doing throughout your day. So could and we... then watching TV is stimulating it even more. What can you do prior to bed that kind of brings you down and like relaxes you a little bit? Right. Or could you watch something else? Like maybe not watch Terminator 2 Judgment Day and turn on Planet Earth? You know? That would be great. With some harp music in the back? You and the harp music, seriously. Or Shit's Creek. I mean, I'm just saying it might be the best show ever created. I feel but... like you kind of like Shit's Creek does put you to sleep sometimes just because we've seen it multiple times. Anything puts me but to sleep. I'm up at 2.30 every morning. True. So and I, I work used 12 to hours be... and then I run two hours. You know, yeah. what's the big deal here? I used to be a major oh, goodness, TV folks. sleeper. Let's, let's dive into this. We're done with all that. Okay. We're done with all that. Okay. Put your phone away. Okay. We're going to be done with all that. Well, we have a, a couple things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, those things can wait. <sighs> Goodness. So when we got first married, we had, I mean, obviously we have a TV in our room and we did it when we got first married. Mm-hmm. And Brandy's big thing was I need to watch the news, 10 o'clock news you always used to watch. Mm-hmm. But then you like had to have the TV on to fall asleep. You would set a timer on the TV yes. to fall asleep to. Yes. How many arguments did we get in? A lot. A plenty. Lot. Because you are a complete pitch dark black And also, room. we turn the TV off, you go to bed. Turn the TV off, you go to bed. Yeah. But do you literally set timers on the TV? Yes. To fall asleep? I just have always been like a fall asleep to the TV person. And then I... I would say many years ago. Many. I it has even, been a yes. lot of times since yes. we... First of all, we stopped watching the news before bed because it's depressing as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like the news has nothing Horrible. great. Horrible. There's nothing great on a- the news. Until like 1028 when it's like the puppy of the day. Yeah. Like there's nothing great. Yes. No. Don't watch the 10 o'clock news before you go to bed. Don't. It's just going to F your dreams. Don't watch any news. Two, like it keeps you up. It stimulates you, especially if you're watching the news because one, it just freaking scares the crap out of you and pisses you off all at the same time. And three, we kind of started going to bed at nine o'clock anyway. <laughs> I also used to be the person that was like the late one and he would fall asleep and then I would like still be like wide awake. Because and, I believe that was just, that was just like your head. Yeah. Like, no, I have to watch the this news. This is what I have to do. Yes. Yes. That what you were so hard headed about it. You yeah. were like, nope, I have to watch the news. I have to, have to stay up. Yeah. Nope. I can't do it anymore. Like I, we very rarely make it till 10. Right. And even then, like I will, I still make fun of myself because I'll be like, it's nine o'clock and we're going to bed. We are losers. And Kyle's like, no, it's going to be great because we're going to get an extra hour of sleep. Right. You always fight and be like, no, we can't go to bed. It's only nine o'clock. But yet you wake up the next morning saying, I love all the sleep we got. I feel so great. Yeah. I think that I just get, I get way better sleep now. I sleep more soundly. I used to be somebody that didn't fall asleep until like 11 o'clock and then would wake up a couple times during the night. And now I don't do that anymore. A, a, a limit that we do set, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but we don't we don't be on our phones in bed. 
Yes. We will both stand at our nightstands. We do. Yes. We do have our phones in our rooms because yes. there are alarm clocks. Yes. In the case of emergencies. Um, we'll stand by our nightstands. We will clear all of our apps mm -hmm. and quadruple million check that all of our alarms are set. You have mm -hmm. a plenty. Yeah. I have one because I only need one. Yeah. But I have like an alarm for each kid getting going to the yeah. bus stop and everything. So we double check all those and then phones are away. Yeah. If we have a question, we'll ask the Lexi dot in our room for a question mm -hmm. or to tell us jokes. Yep. Or other things or, harp, or play harp music harp music mrs may and that's about it you know we don't have phones or computers in our room we're not on them we don't scroll we don't do nothing like that in our room mm -hmm. but we do have the tv and again that's part of our sanctuary you know if i want to watch a game i'll go upstairs and lay in bed and watch a game yeah if we want to watch a tv show together in our bed sometimes it's just more better than being on the couch in the living room it's yeah. just it's, it's our private space it's we can, cozy it's we can comfy, close the door it's, it's it's you know, a, exactly like we Kyle talk. doesn't feel good and he wants to go lay in bed. He can go watch a movie and lay in bed. Yeah. Like he doesn't feel like he it, has to be on our, his phone and like, yeah, yeah. it's just. It's, it's, and it's part of our sanctuary that we talked about. Yeah. It's part, it's part of, it's part of us. So quick sidebar, but go ahead and finish out your stats okay. and we'll, we'll wrap up here. Um, The only thing that I kind of want to talk about is like, what are the great things about screen time? Let's have it. Um. They're an amazing way to communicate with family and friends. Like the amount of times that I am thankful that we have um, video chatting and constant texting or whatever when Kyle's traveling is amazing to me. Like we could not as a family of six allow Kyle to travel as much as he did if we could not have that face-to-face -face interaction multiple times a day. It would just be way too difficult. And on that side, that's where the instant gratification can come from. I go hunting and I and I shoot birds. Boom. You got pictures of those birds. It's not waiting the fortnight for me to come back to tell you tales of, of my journey. Yeah. You know, that's that's the nice part. Again, like you were saying, that's the nice part about having this technology is Yeah. I mean, you have family that live far away, you can you can communicate with them and not just via phone or text. You can actually see their faces and that's so awesome. It's and even if you have family that's close together, you can still video chat or whatever, make their day special by like actually seeing them without seeing them. And that's just so cool. Like the ability that we have to do that is amazing. And I can probably only say that it's amazing because we lived part of our lifetime without it. Like we, we as the age that we are, have been able to live like a double life where we had a mm -hmm. life without all of this technology and we have a life with all of this technology. And just to be able to see what it can do for us is just so awesome. So the communication aspect, um, there are apps that can promote like healthy lifestyles. Jace has um, a dribble up basketball that he uses that like help him with his basketball skills. And they like, he takes classes and teaches him how to do certain things. Mm -hmm. You use apps for your training. Yeah. I am, I have an app that coach puts all my stuff in and I get all my stuff off of that. Yeah. I mean, Fitbits and like all of that stuff that like, or like there's like the Noom app and all of those different apps that can promote 
movement and and all of this stuff that you would normally have to pay hundreds of dollars for a trainer or whatever is right at your fingertips. Just like like our Peloton. I mean, the fact that we have a Peloton and that we that I can go up into the gym and I can take a class from somebody in New York that can motivate me and like get me excited to be working out is awesome. I don't have to go to the gym. I have a gym in my house. Even if I didn't have an actual gym in my house, like I do, with the Peloton, I can take a yoga class. I can take a yeah. bike class. I can take a strength class. I can take all of these different classes just by having that one piece of machinery. And that's awesome. Like there's so much, uh, there's so many things that we can do with the screens that we have. Screens can encourage learning. Like obviously our kids use them at school, but the amount of things that we can Google and learn about on our screens are awesome. And it's the TV too, like documentaries and all of the things that we can learn about. And sometimes, like I said before, you just need a minute. Sometimes we need to be like, here, take your screens. I'm going to go do this. And you know that your kid is going to sit there and they're going to not move and they're going to be enthralled with it. And I mean, I think that one thing that we've just learned to do is really limit things. Like our kids are not allowed to have any of their devices during the week. So our older two have phones. They have them at a constant because I'm not going to pay for a phone and then take it away unless I have to. Um, tablets, we do not allow them to use during the week and we do not allow gaming in our house during the week. So that's Monday through Friday. Gaming and tablets are put away in our closet where we put them away and there's no contact to them because your job during the school year and during the week is to be a, an active member in this house to do school and be the best student that you can be. So we don't allow any extra screens throughout the week. And then they can do those things on the weekends. And literally they have Saturday and Sunday and we still limit mm -hmm. that amount of time that they're on them because video games and tablets and all of that sh is not life. Like it is not how life works. And like I tell my older ones all the time, like my job is to be able to send you out into the world to go to college and to trust that you are going to go to class and not spend your day playing video games. So I'm teaching you now how to limit yourself so that you know that you need to limit yourself when you get there and where it's your responsibility and not mine. So limits are a real thing. I, I don't necessarily agree with these numbers, but I do think it is important for you to show your kids that this isn't like screens are not the only thing. So as much as they can be limited, they are also great. We are not like like we've said multiple times, we have a TV in every single bedroom. We also do limit the amount like two of our children have to have their TVs or their remotes outside of their room because they've been caught with 
the TV on in the middle of the night. And that is not okay by us. It's not, they've had their power cords taken away because we don't play around with that kind of stuff. We really try to promote limiting it from them as much as they can. Like, we want to teach you how to limit, but we also want you to limit yourself. And we need to be able to trust you with it too. So what can we do to kind of get that happy medium? Got anything else? No, that's it. That was great. Thanks for all the info. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. Um, sad news. What's the sad news? This is your last podcast for two weeks. Oh, yeah. I won't be on next week's podcast. Mrs. Mama Mama Brandy over there is not going to be on next week's podcast. We mm-hmm. are doing something special where I am just going to talk to the kids about everything uh, Mama B related mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So anything you want to say to the people before they don't hear your sultry voice for the next two weeks? No, I just want to tell all the mamas to have a happy Mother's Day. I, fe- I hope that you find a way to celebrate and just be with your kids. Um, however you decide to do that. We have like a longstanding tradition of going for a walk and doing that, but that is probably not going to happen this year because Mr. May is (laughs) running 50 miles the day before. So we will not be taking a walk. I'm guessing we will be not on our feet very much on Mother's Day. Um, we don't have like big plans for the kids, probably just mostly a day at home, but Kyle and I are going to an IV bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it was my idea, knowing that he was going to be doing this big run and like all of his nutrients and everything were going to be left out on the trail. And so I had suggested he do an IV transfer of like all the electrolytes and get all that good stuff back in his body. And then I am doing like a beauty one, like with collagen. Vitamin. And, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. going to be our Sunday. We'll so we're going to do that. Definitely post pics of all that. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow race updates, head over to Brandy's Instagram page. Yes, which is Mrs. Oh, geez. I don't yeah. even know it. At Mrs. As much, as much as, you know, I'm on my screens. Um, it is Mrs.May1. And she'll post that later in the week if you wanted to keep up with yes. any of the race things that we've been talking about for the last, I don't know, 17 years about it. <laughs> but yeah, next week's episode is all about Mother's Day and moms. I'll have a quick race recap. Maybe you will be on for a second. We'll talk about the race real quick and, okay. then, and then you'll leave. Got it. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, that's really it for us. If you like what you're hearing, please uh, leave us a review on the platform that you use. And share our, share our, what's a good word? Share our, I don't know, topics. Share that was our, very essay. Share our Instagram or podcast, I don't know, share our podcast. Yeah. With somebody with that you somebody think would like that, it. Yeah, that you think would enjoy We would love it. that. Word of mouth is the best advertising and we would uh, love to reach more people. Definitely. And thank you all that have listened and are listening and have a great week. That's all from us. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, babe. We're going to go relax some more. Yes, we are. I love you. I love you. You're the best. You are. Talk to you in a couple minutes.